of the Mount Silver podcast. Mm. Um, we don't have a theme song yet. <laughs> um, I don't think we even have a, a, a direct logo. I've just been, you know, tinkering around in Photoshop myself. But we do have a lot of support from the people. I when I sat down to finish editing, so help me God, last week, like a few hours before I was supposed to post it, we also did not have a theme song. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that's, that's oh, how I'm meant to right finish now. this. I, I mean, I can I can figure out. I can talk to a few people see if we can get a theme song. Um, well, listen, I don't. I listen to some podcasts that don't have uh don't have a theme. The uh, Dunked On, the basketball podcast I listen to, is like the most minimal podcast ever they literally just say like all right welcome to the show today here we go and then (laughs) it's epic but we're so like i don't know i i mean you know what we'll see what happens it's pokemon it's pokemon Pokemon. i feel like pokemon the music is so actually the music is kind of secondary for me i don't know if i played the game with the sound on in quite it's been a long time because after a while you start to hear them when you even when you mute it, you can hear the Pokemon Center and the Pokemark, and you can just hear I, it. I play the game out in public a lot. I'm on the train. My commute to work is an hour long on the train, or close to an hour long. So usually in that sort of area, I'm playing my DS. I'm playing whatever, and I don't have the sound on because God forbid I want to annoy people with the sound of like I'm not those type of. That's a very obnoxious thing to do. Having sound on. I mean, I don't even have the. I've, I never even had my phone on ring, so right, right. It, it, this thing cannot be making noise. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, we're on episode four. I, I do want to thank everybody for the continual support. Once again, every episode that I've shared with people, people have enjoyed it. People have like, oh, you should have talked about this one. Oh, um, I love this Pokemon game for this reason, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, all A, B, and C, and D. Um, so I want to thank everybody just for the support and people actually listening to this. This is very, very That's awesome. Considering these games are so old, you know, and like they still have all the, this meaning to them is pretty dope. Yeah, it's uh, been great. I mean, th- this has probably been the thing that people have asked me about the most. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's weird. Well, yeah, it is. I, like I thought it was like, oh, this is just the three of us like digging around because we are the only ones who care about it. But, <laughs> right. That's what it felt like at first, but that's not the way it is, man. Um. With this, of course, we're continuing our trek through all the generation of games. Um, you can go back and listen to our first episode, which actually talked about Detective Pikachu, if you want to learn about that. Someone asked me about that the other day, of how I felt about it. I still feel the same way. Um, but it's available on Blu-ray and DVD now, um, mm-hmm. if you want to check that out. Um, our second episode, we talked about the you know the red, blue, and yellow, and green sort of era um, our third episode, we talked about the gold, silver, crystal era of Pokemon, and now we're in we're in a very special territory because not only are we talking about three of the games, we're talking about another two that came out as well. So it's kind of like two, essentially two different titles for the Gen three right. sort of population, and we're continuing to go through the gens as we you know lead up to the release of Pokemon Sword and Shield, um, which comes out November fifteenth, I believe. Um, this episode, we're going to talk about. Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, but we do have a few more Sword and Shield news. Um, the release most recently, the trailer that's dropped, actually the trailer was a couple of weeks ago, um, and they dropped a kind of like another battle um, addition to it, where they revealed a little bit more, considering the first trailer, but Pokemon Sword and Shield, we've got 
new region exclusive forms, which I guess is now becoming a thing right. for every region. <laughs> I guess they figured, hey, you know, it's a different place in the world, but they're still similar Pokemon. Let's re-rock old Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's kind of a little better than just uh, what they had been doing for years and years, which was like just making like, you know, like a slightly different version of the Pokemon in the new area that you're like, oh, this is the Pidgeotto of this world. Right, right, right. <laughs> but at least this one, you're like, oh, this is also Pidgeotto, but like it's pink and purple. Right. New, 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 new stat, or not new stats, but new typing, new moves, whatever, new ability. It's able to be, they're able to transform the Pokemon they able to explain it's a different region, which by honestly, I guess bio, you know, biology and environmental and all that other earth science stuff um, makes sense. Different areas, different climates, animals react differently. Um, we're not going to see buffaloes in Australia. We're not going to see you know, a starfish anywhere where it's cold. Like it's it, it completely makes sense. Um, we're introduced to Galarian poke, you know, Galarian themed Pokemon. Right. Um Galarian Weezing is the first notable um thing up to the stage. How do you guys feel about Galarian Weezing or Galarian? Galarian Galarian Galarian. I don't know if it's Galarian or Galarian. I guess we'll figure out when the ser- the anime starts. But um I think that uh they do a good job for the most part. Um visually, I mean it's not like the greatest uh design per se. Um he does get a new uh Typing, poison and fairy. It's the fairy. Um, which I is, don't like fairy typing. I don't think they've gotten it right. Well, it, it it it'll work for him from a competitive standpoint, but like I definitely know what you mean. They re rocked a lot of the older Pokemon that were clearly fairies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> just to do it for that, and it it obviously fairy was there to uh, you know debunk a lot of dragon shit that was going on. Dragon shenanigans were going on for way too long. <laughs> yeah, they they introduce fairy types to balance the game, but I don't think anyone. I, I'm personally still not as familiar with fairy types and their weaknesses and things like that as of yet. Uh, and they've been out for like three generations. Yeah, Sam, bro, I just learned dark. Like, I just figured out what <laughs> is actually okay and not okay with dark type. And now you kind of have fairy type, and where you have to like kind of. Um, understand it, but you know what, fairy. As long as you're like, it's weird because it's weak to things that are not like, yeah, fire, poison, steel. It's like I think it's poison, steel. Um, but they're not like poison, steel aren't types that are like offensively, um, great. True, so true. you're you're in this weird situation where it's like, okay, I can use this to defend against dragon, but like. Is like a go back gonna kill me one day in my sleep or something? Yeah, like exactly. Like? I don't. I, I just don't like it. Um, Galarian forms. Um, Galarian wheezing. It has its own sort of bio and its own stat. Would you care for me to read about Galarian wheezing and what it does in this game? Do um, it. it says it emits purified air from the top of its head. Galarian wheezing consumes polluted air and poisonous gases for sustenance. The airs and gases absorbed will have toxins removed and spewed out from the top of its head. Apparently, the air produced through this purification process is very clean. This so, is the funniest thing about this is not only does he look like a bong, but that's basically <laughs> copy in a in an ad for a bong. Like, yeah. It, Ultimately, you, you, you pack it in the the smoke that you get out through the the ice filtered uh, 
top is is the purest smoke you can get. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. But I mean, it, it's this this wheezing is literally the opposite of the wheezing that we know. I mean, it's he's cleaning he's cleaning the atmosphere. This is climate change wheezing. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, <laughs> I mean, ultimately that's what it is. He's getting the shit situated for us. Oh my god! And then we have, of course. The zigzagoon line um, gets a Galarian form. It is now black and white. It is now dark and normal, which is terrible. Yeah, yuck, yuck. It is a terrible, terrible typing, but I don't think it I will. like. I like the way it looks, like zigzagoon itself, but like, I don't know. I don't really have a, I don't care for the evolution line, especially the, the third one. Well, so zigzagoon gets the evolution line, Galarian form. It evolves, um, into Linoon, um, and then Obstagoon. Yeah. This, the Obstagoon's too much. Like, it's kind of cool, and I do like the idea that uh, you get, like, a third, uh, you know, form of something that you only get a second form of in another yeah, engine or whatever. That's cool. But he's he's too humanoid. I don't love these super humanoid ones, especially when he wasn't that humanoid as Linoon. It's a crazy evolution. Like you, it's a, it, it's it's almost like damn. This could have easily been a mega because it's yeah. so different. You know, like it's, it's they like go from right. It's like it's you go from this this rodent on all fours, and then all of a sudden he, you know, it's like a uh, yeah. It just it just it, it it gets on legs and has regular arms, and then this weird he looks like head. bloodthirsty. All right, so the explanation for Galarian um, Obstagoon, which is the evolution of Linoon, it says, The Linoon of the Galar region lives in harsh conditions compared to those found in other regions, with fierce competitions against others of their species. Their survival instincts have been honed as a result, leading to an evolution of Obstagoon. Obstagoon is designed, its design is pretty much like those like UK punk rock 80s, um, a lot of... Um, it's um what's the name was kiss 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 why am yeah, i thinking he, sting oh my yeah. god they meant the one name thing but he's very, the, the he's tongue, very kiss. The, yeah it's very kiss the tongue first of all the tongue uh, yeah the the jacket like fur or whatever it is exactly that it wears the spikes yeah. on it everything about it yeah everything about it everything about it so it's the blocking pokemon isn't it it is the blocking Pokemon. I'm assuming that he's going to have very, very high defense, obviously. Um, but it, it could be end up being fairly competitive. But by this trailer, you know, Weezing is definitely uh, with this new ability that we'll end up talking about is is the more competitive. Um, they also introduce a few new Pokemon. Um, more more Peko, um, which is another electric rodent that essentially changes typing um every other turn so that's kind of interesting it'll be Uh, interesting depending on which one is better i guess um better than the peak the fake pikachus we're about to talk about (laughs) um you're right um plus a little mining um we got Uh, new rivals bed and or bead and marnie and marnie is accompanied by team yell um very, very interesting. You know, all these are the things that are interesting. All these are sort of like, it's nothing really too major in terms of just like 
affecting the story too bit. These are just kind of reveals of like, oh, you get this in this game, you get this in this game. Um, how is this game shaping up for you, just in general, and how it looking? I love all the designs thus far, but I don't think I'm fully like. I think I'm more enamored with how yeah. this game looks than how this game feels thus far. But then again, we yeah, don't know I, much about it. I think we're still very, we're still in that that sun and moon, you know, debacle of like no gems, no real follow, real playthrough, like. As long as we get the we get back to the you know the gem stuff, apparently they're gonna add a bunch of side missions and all that fun stuff. But visually, I mean, they're doing it. You know, they got it like they got this right. They're headed in the right direction per usual. The Pokemon that we've seen so far, it's not ultra exciting. I think they have a very like level off of designs. They've done okay. But yeah, I, I would really agree with that. Right. Like, like some cool. of the stuff's great. Some of those stuff looks really good, but some of them right. are like, eh, this is a little. Exactly. And they and they may be, you know, in, deep in the Pokedex, when we get the full Pokedex, there may be some really cool looking shit in here that we were just like, oh, why didn't they show this first? Because this looks amazing. But yeah, I don't I think they kind of suffer from weird rollouts. Like their their initial one is always really good, their initial trailer or announcement or whatever. We're excited then, for it either way. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah of course. Like this like the third fourth series of announcements it's like so you're announcing like one like region exclusive pokemon and that's kind of it like what why am i getting excited about this i the reason i'm excited to play the game honestly is just to talk about it on this podcast more than anything else (laughs) i would say without this podcast i wouldn't be nearly as excited for it i'm excited just from like being able to actually play competitive again because let's go wasn't competitive at all and sun and moon turned me off near the end so i didn't really get to invest fully but this is like the first switch competitive game you know so that that's that's probably the only reason i'm really want to get through it and play it and i hope that there's like what mills mills is a if you guys don't know mills is a post-game guy like there's got to be post-game for him to properly enjoy this game so i'm hoping that there really is something there for us even if it's even if it's dlc involved like just give us something to elongate the game yeah and all that you know yeah I th- and i just want it to be a little harder like that might be a stupid thing to say at this point but it's I not really dude. like it if they were more difficult it's not dude it's a great thing to say because that is mainly one of their issues is just give us a difficulty level or or just some type of thing where i don't know you raise the levels of what you go in or maybe the the trainers are a little bit use more strategy depending on how high you raise yeah. it i don't know man it's, i don't think it would be that hard i mean even if you had to level up more, like the most basic raising in difficulty would be like if stuff were just a little stronger. And if like the difficulty settings were like, if for everybody it starts on level one, but like the difficulty of level two were like mm-hmm. stuff is just, you know, the first, the stuff at the first gym is level 13 instead of level nine and has, you know, just the stats increase from that. Like just stuff like that could be, could make it more challenging. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I think this game will be a little bit more competitive just based on the sort of thing they've announced this far. They gave Galarian using his ability, which was, you know, mm. previously a mystery. They yeah. revealed it a couple of weeks ago. It is completely... Um, what's it called again? It's called... Uh, um, uh, it is... Something gas. Um, I'm trying to neutralizing gas. Neutralizing gas. Neutralizing gas. Neutralizing gas. Go ahead. I mean... I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. It's honestly, it's just it's such a exciting ability that is meta changing. 
Um, you're probably going to end up seeing wheezing a lot now, which is interesting because, you know, you wouldn't, I, I, that is the purpose of ultimately bringing new forms of old Pokemon, trying to make them more interesting. And sometimes it's a hit, it could be a hit or miss. Um, and maybe you don't like the design of this wheezing, but just be prepared because you're going to see it. Like when they do worlds next year, you're going to see it because the ability is over, I mean, ultimately at this point it's overpowered um, just from like what you're, what it does. Mills, can you, can you t- tell them, tell them what this thing does, man. Neutralizing gas suppresses the effect of all abilities of Pokemon in battle. So essentially abilities, which we'll talk about a lot on this podcast because it's a a great way that we've introduced this and come across this at the same time because this is the generation that abilities are introduced. Um, It essentially says essentially all the abilities for Pokemon are suppressed. They're negated. If your Pokemon has Levitate, it will be now susceptible to ground attacks. If it has Intimidate, it will not work. If it has any other cool thing that kind of makes it cool, for instance, like for me, I'm a fan of Whimsicott um, because I love its ability, not and it is not strong at all. Um, right. It has a great ability. But now it's just just crap. <laughs> so right. it, it, it depends. It really, in all, like, for example, if, if Slaking if Slacking makes it, you know, gets in this game or at some point gets in this game throughout whatever they do, he has an ability that has basically hindered him to be successful in the meta uh, because he can only attack every other turn. But his attack, he has some of the highest attack in the game. Like, right. you know, now if you pair it uh, in VGC with with this wheezing, it's going to just rehab it. He can oh. just go. Yeah, he could just go and go and go. And it, it's going to be a lot of fun things that uh, players get to tag along with this wheezing to see if, you know, how, how it works. And again, breaking, you know, breaking the game that this ability is probably one of the reasons, again, why every Pokemon can't make this game because pairing it with this wheezing would destroy their meta, can, you know, just because some some abilities are handicaps. I mean, even taking levitate away from somebody, or yeah. like, or Mimikyu's ability, like that's that's right, insane. Right, right, Mimikyu. That, man, that's a perfect example because Mimikyu also has a very good ability, and you know, you get you get a free hit on. He gets he gets a free turn ultimately, and you know that taking it away. Yeah, man, you that, really that disrupts somebody's entire strategy. Absolutely, hitting hitting a bird type or hitting something that that levitates with earthquake. You know, I mean, yeah, you're right. gonna be hurting. At least, at least hinders it for a while. It's. Uh, um, I'm assuming when it's destroyed, its ability is gone. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm but sure. Um, we should definitely see. We don't um, know stats yet. If it has a similar stats, it'll still have some pretty good special defense. So you know, protect it up. Substitute, substitute, protect whatever else it has. You know, uh, I don't know if this thing will carry. I'm sure it'll carry toxic and all that fun shit. But it'll be good. It'll be good. Um. That is it for our talk on what's going on on Sword and Shield thus far. I'm sure we're going to get a lot more information, probably within like the next like two weeks or so. Um, every every month we end up getting a new thing, so um, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. I assume in probably like the next two months we'll actually see the evolutions of the starters, which is yeah. very much highly anticipated. Definitely. Um, but it's like the one big- of the most significant things in the game. Yeah, because it really determines what starter you pick. And yeah. so if they're terrible or not, um, unlike the Gen 3 starters, which are actually pretty good. I mean, they are they they're are. one the, of the strong points. Yeah, probably the best in the game. Um, let's see. Let's us let us hand 
let us ah, let us transition into um, Pokemon Ruby Sapphire Emerald, um, the third generation of this game, the third generation that was released in North America on March nineteenth, two thousand three. Um, it comes a few years after Pokemon Gold and Silver, and it actually comes um, on the Game Boy Advance. Um, memories of the Game Boy Advance. I did not have one. So <laughs> I had one. I think it's one of the best uh things ever released. Yeah. I I got it bef- like I went to Australia with a student group uh and I got it in like summer between 6th and 7th grade and I got the Game Boy Advance but a week before that trip and I have so many great memories of being in Australia like playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater on the Game Boy Advance for two weeks straight. Uh, it was I, I love the GBA. I I had an SP and I had I still have my Advance. I don't know where my SP is, but I had a blue SP and I loved it. Uh, I'm like you know at that. Let's point, talk about the SP. What do I mean? Yeah, because what was the what was the to me the what backlight? Was the, what was the appeal of the, the backlight? SP? The backlight. Is that yeah, what these things out. didn't have backlights already? You like using a worm light? Like a yeah. thing that like reflected off your screen. It's right, crazy. Right. The backlight on the SP really is what it was for me. I mean, <laughs> ultimately, that's that's the most important thing about it. And the folding of it is cool. I, I never mind at that point in time. Like the folding is a game changer, apparently. Yeah, well, I, at like, that time because I, I didn't, you didn't have cell phone. Like I didn't have a cell phone or anything like that at that point. So it was like it was cool. You just fold it up, throw it in your pocket, and keep it pushing. That the the advance was a. It's a weird, it's a weird shape. I mean, I know you guys remember. It's a weird shaped, yeah. Handheld, but it's cool. Like it was awesome. But uh, the SP was just kind of like folded up, throw it in your pocket, keep it pushing. The SP made sense because it was like, oh, this is a full a Game Boy that folds in half. Like it didn't look weird like the yeah. advanced. It was clean. You know, it had the little Nintendo logo at the bottom when you folded it, and that was it, man. Um, along this time, I discovered. Wait, didn't the SP had SP had charge too? Yes, it did. See that? That's yeah. what it was. There was no batteries on that on the SP as well. Ooh, you're right. Yeah, definite yeah. game changer. Yeah. Which now is huge. Oh like, yeah. The idea that something would require batteries now is, I mean, it, it wouldn't work. <laughs> um, along this time, I got into the rise of emulators and ROMs. I discovered emulators, and it was from there on. Because I knew I wasn't going to get. Personally, I'll be honest with you. I get these handheld games for, for Pokemon. It just is what it is. I don't get it for okay. any other games. No, totally, I, totally same. I, same. I, 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 uh, I may flirt around with a couple games. I may go into GameStop and be like, "Oh, that game's for twenty dollars. Okay, let me get Donkey Kong Country for the eighth time." Um, but other than that, I buy these games purely for Pokemon. But around this time, I learned about emulators and ROMs, which you had already known of, um, Pat. But I was just getting hip to this entire thing. And for the Ruby and Sapphire, it was huge for it. I've legitimately only played this game on ROMs. Um, I knew crazy. It's amazing though. Yeah. That's I, wild. <laughs> I knew, I knew the, like my friends in school would have the Game Boy Advance, would have the Game Boy SP. And I remember the cartridges and how they looked and all this other stuff for Ruby and Sapphire. But I would go home from school and I was like, turn on my computer, load my save state. Um, and just like continue this game and it may be one of the reasons why i don't know i'm not fully personally attached to this game right um because i personally the before sun and moon came out this was the generation i disliked the most and i think um omega ruby and alpha sapphire it 
enhanced my feelings about the game. It was like, oh, maybe it wasn't so bad. But right. ultimately, I still... Nah. Uh, well, so, you know, Ruby Sapphire had a lot of technical things that I dislike. When we get into HMs and talk about that during this, it's like there's just a lot of things that were so unnecessary. Were uh, you guys into... I mean, Jeff, have you played an emulator or a ROM? Were you into that? Uh, no, not necessarily. No, not, not really. Not until, uh, I was more of an adult and I was like just finding things online and old stuff like that, but not, no, not at that time. What about you, Pat? I really never played a ROM uh, to the extent again that I did for, uh, the fake translation, hardly translated at all, uh, gold and silver. Mm -hmm. But because I played that at such a young age and it worked so well, like six months before the games actually came out, it basically made me think that you could get a ROM for anything for like the rest of my life. So yeah. even when I didn't have like a PlayStation two, I was like, Oh, let me get uh, like Final Fantasy 10 on like an emulator on the, Oh PC. my God, I mean, you're you insane. Can't do that. Like, I was just sitting there like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, I dedicate an hour to like, can this work? But like, no, yeah. it can't work. That doesn't happen. I've looked uh, it up too. Yeah. So no, the, the ROMing was done for me after, uh, after gold and silver, unfortunately, I played ROMs throughout until pretty much the time where they were like, "No, nah, you can't play this game no more on ROMs," <laughs> which I think ended up being um, 3DS. Um, yeah, that sounds right. I actually, <laughs> I did, I just re-downloaded an emulator probably a month ago, maybe maybe a little longer for Game Boy Advance uh, to play one of my favorite games ever, uh, Tactics Ogre: Night of the Lotus. Huh. Uh, which is like an RTS uh, strategy, or no, it's not an RTS. It's, a, it's a turn-based strategy game, like for like the Ogre Battle series, like which is a really old like Super Nintendo like strategy series. So I'm, mm -hmm. I never beat that game on 100, percent and it's one of my favorite games ever. So maybe I'll rom that uh, to completion. Pat, Pat, I feel like you played Command and Conquer or something. Were you? I did not play you, Command and Conquer. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I because there was like kind of two two versions of like uh nerddom i guess where i was a kid which was like you either played command and conquer and uh like read tom clancy novels right or you watched dragon ball z and played pokemon and halo uh, right, and, right. <laughs> and i was in the you were in that other largely in the latter category i hear you, I hear you. emulators and roms to me I was like a kid in a candy store because when you when you see the list of ROMs, you go to the website, whatever, Emu Paradise or all these other websites, and you're like, I'm a kid in the candy store. Kirby, I've never anticipated Kirby before, but maybe I'll play that. Or like Yu-Gi-Oh! Worldwide. Like I don't it's have like it's like getting onto Pornhub for the first time. <laughs> you're like, like, holy crap. Yeah, it's like, whoa, there's a whole new world out here. So yeah. I definitely played like a, a million other games. I knew I there was a lot, but holy shit. No, it was it was a ton. I was like, damn, they made this game? Oh shit. Okay, they made this game. Like that's where you would learn like people would try to um use because the Japanese games still would come out months before the um the North American counterpart, but you they'd find someone with like a shitty translation um for Ruby and Sapphire and it's like, uh, should I play this? Uh, I'll just wait. Whatever. It'll come out. Um and that is sort of my experience that I had with this game. And actually, it's going to be for the next game, too, um, until I eventually do get a DS. Um, 
let's see the major issues in the post gold silver crystal world um apparently the only thing there we don't have a lot of major development we don't get any secret pokemon or things like that we have like there's like secret variations of stuff there's like stuff that looks like things before they look like what it is right um but the only real thing is apparently junichi masuda was so considered like he thought that pokemon and the franchise was dying because essentially the fad was or it's not really being multiplied like the 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 idea of not the idea but you know it it it, i guess the feeling was being multiplied yeah i i I think so essentially he was worried about like digimon and stuff which if you think about now the stuff he was worried about it's like he was wrong he was extremely wrong yeah yeah (laughs) but here's the thing though it's like these things were definitely coming into you know, pop culture as well. Like as the answer to Pokemon was eventually Digimon on Fox. Like Fox was like, we need our own Pokemon. Yeah. First three seasons of Digimon were hot. They, they were, were really good. They were really good. Really and good. honestly, if you um, tell- Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh was pretty fire too. Now, yeah, I, mean, I, I agree. Wild. We we were old by the time Yu-Gi-Oh was over here. If if, if you reach the time, like you considered what Pokemon was and what the show was, it was just very like this episodic things happen and were resolved within the same episode. But now you were kind of introduced to these other animes, which is like, oh, these have actual story with actually characters and actual development. And he's they're not 10 years old anymore. And all these other different things and and the just the the lane that Pokemon was occupying was beginning to fill up. Um you got to see merchandise wasn't as popular anymore. It was being pulled off the shelves. Pokemon cards weren't as popular. I remember specifically because by the time Yu-Gi-Oh cards came out, I did not remember. Um, I did not play, you know, the Pokemon competitive TCG. I was running both. I was one of them niggas for sure. Well, but... you're still a champion. Come on. Yeah, um, you're st- you're still am. a champion to this day. <laughs> um, we'll talk about that later. Thanks, man. <laughs> um, But... Yes, Digimon, very, very popular. Yu-Gi-Oh, very, very popular. All kind of occupying the lane of Pokemon. So it's like what what started, it ended up becoming like the birth of this entire generation and genre of like these like kid anime friendly series. And and which ended up like selling a lot of things. Yu-Gi-Oh cards sold a lot. Those Digivices sold a lot. Oh, I love those Digivices. I looked at some on eBay not too long ago. That stuff was good because they... They got on the market that Pokemon kind of did, but they didn't get on early enough where, like, you could actually buy a Pokedex. Like, yeah. they didn't have enough of shit like that early on because they were the first ones to do it. They didn't know that they needed to make all that stuff or that they right. could sell all that stuff. That makes sense. Um, Overall, though, the game was very well received. Junichi Masuda's fears and all, the game was very, very well received. Everyone praised the gameplay, the graphics, the colors, the journey. Um, it sold very, very well and ended up being one of the best-selling games of the year. And actually, it is part of, when you count in Leaf Green, Ruby and Sapphire, Emerald, those are the top-selling games for Game Boy Advance ever. Yeah. Um, so it ended up doing pretty, I mean, it's Pokemon at this point. Yeah, he, like, he was wrong, but, you know, he was also on the inside looking out. Like, we were in it, you know, so, like, even so, he knows the success. He sees the numbers or whatever, but he I'm, also sees everything else that's going on. I so. want to know how long it took for him to realize that Pokemon is Pokemon and it's just going to be Pokemoning for the rest of. Existence. I would I would assume after this, because if yeah. he had any if he had any doubts, and he he you know he made it clear that he had a little bit of doubts considering what was going on with Yu Gi Oh Digimon and whatever else. At this point, after the success of this game, he was probably like, okay, well, 
I guess we got this. Like it's, it's, it's no problem. The lane, there was a lane that the lane was starting to be filled, but what they, they were like, well, nobody's going to do it like this though. And nobody's going to continue to do it like this. I think the thing that Pokemon has was stick to the fucking script. You know, they like it, it hasn't been, even when they started to go little off with megas and stuff like that later on, it's, it still felt like Pokemon. It was just a new thing. It wasn't fusions or like we, we let's, let's just thank God we never got that. Like, you know, there was never like a fuse these two Pokemon together to become a new one. I mean, and if, when they did do it, it was a, uh, a, a legend. Like it was, it was categorized as something specific. So it wasn't outlandish. Right. Um, it sold pretty well. It did all pretty well. All this other stuff. Let's talk about the game itself. Um, we get introduced to the Hoenn region. Um, <laughs> just, Hoenn. I know. Hoenn. Come on. Come on. <laughs> uh, uh, Come on. Hoenn, Hoenn region. You you said. Out of this. Yeah. Hoenn region apparently is still within the same geography as Johto and Kanto, just in an island or a region or right. whatever setting, just off the coast of whatever those two are. Um, essentially, the first four games are um, Johto, Kanto, Sinnoh, and Hoenn are all generally close to one another, which is why they have kind of like the same Pokemon biology. But once mm-hmm. you reach Gen 5, Gen 6, Gen 7, we're in like completely yeah, different areas. Yeah, yeah they're, we're in completely different areas, yeah. but different climates and different all types of other stuff. Um, one thing to oh, know about the Hoenn region is a lot of fucking water. A lot of water. A lot of water, guys. Too much. Um, like looking at the map (laughs) looking at the map you don't even like realize it's like oh this looks interesting (laughs) and then you realize you're surfing like everywhere like everywhere they get to one island of actually you know what i don't i'll say this with this game i'll make this declaration as we talk about this game not my favorite game actually was before sun and moon this became one of the worst this was one of my worst experiences playing the game because i just didn't feel anything from it I thought the villains were kind of chummy. I, I get, this generation. Don't get me wrong; it's very important. It's it is actually it is. one of the extremely important. Yeah, critical. It's actually actually. I mean, between abilities and I guess I mean abilities IVs, and natures, like natures. Oh, there was also like a hundred and forty added. Hundred and thirty. Like that's a lot of new Pokemon. Yeah, everything but the actual game itself was like critical. Yeah, it's very, very critical. But as far as the actual experience of the game to me, oof. I think what you're talking about is stems from kind of like, if I remember this correctly, uh, and again, I it's I, I have the same feeling about it, but I think like the, maybe like the fourth to, like Jim's four through six in this game were, the game was pretty slow. Uh, there was a lot of like trudging through, like not really forests and not really like mountains, but like, crossing a lot of log bridges and stuff in the rain. It right. was just, like, boring and didn't have a lot of personality. It, it, it did, like, to this day, and it's not that it's particularly, like, I just couldn't... I remember the names of these cities in the game. I do not remember anything else. The only thing I truly, really remember, which was truly, truly fascinating, is Fort Tree City, because it is tree houses, and I thought that was yeah. so cool. That oh, yeah, like, that was awesome. That the entire city is like tree houses right. and, and all this other stuff, but like Virgin Turf Town, couldn't tell you. Um, Rust Rustboro City, I'm sure. Sudopolis, I assume, is dirty. Sudopolis, <laughs> yeah, like P- 
precipitated log town. Um, yeah, fuck, fuck that log town. I'm telling you that <laughs> that is like the low point of Pokemon. It's just I couldn't I couldn't tell you anything that happened in this game. To be honest with you, just to be real with you, like, and I just played the game five years ago because, <laughs> like, yeah, Omega Ruby. I, I, I didn't like that either, though. So I mean, I, I liked Omega Ruby enough. I wasn't a fan. I was like, okay, I like this game. I like what. I like the mechanics that they brought into this game to make it a lot more interesting than the. Well, we didn't game. we didn't have to worry about the HM aspect. No, that no. was that. That's what made. It, I mean, that made it better. You know, the the dive and the waterfall and the come on, man, dive sucks. Like I hate oh, these God, late game man. HMs that you use for ten minutes and then never use again. Literally a, a water dig move, man. You know, it's like, come on, why are we doing this? Let's get to the professor, Professor Birch. Mm. Most professor is he the most forgettable professor of the entire? Where is I don't know. This guy? I'm trying to get a picture um, of this guy. Oh yeah, this guy's goofy. Yeah. Oh, he's Bert, being chased I, by a dog. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. So here's the thing: like, I watch the anime. I watch the. I play the games. I don't remember him at all having any significant am- impact in the anime nor the game. Like, I don't. He never called me. Um, never bothered me, never showed up. I'm sure he showed up to congratulate me when I won the league, I think. Um, <laughs> but, like, Professor Birch, I don't remember you. Like, I don't know you. We're the, like, Mariah Carey, I guess. I don't, I, I don't know her. Like, I don't, like, it's very, very, uh, one, maybe one of the least uh, memorable professors. I don't know if we can uh, rank professors in here, but Oak is definitely the most memorable Oh, yeah, and then, I mean, just, like, after Oak and then Elm calling you, like, every five minutes in, uh, in yeah. the last game. Like, yeah, Elm, Birch isn't cool. Yeah, Birch isn't cool. I don't think we get a cool one until we get Kukui, um, which is just cool, yeah. young, no shirt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I wrestle on the side, um, fucking professor. Um, let's see. Let's talk about the starters. Who did everyone pick? You know we got to go through this. Who did everyone pick? Do you remember who your first starter was? Absolutely. I definitely went with Kovacic, I think. I was a Mudkip baby, man. Mudkip was, was, Mudkip was it, man. I think those two are also far superior. To So here's to the thing. Trico. And I like Trico, but his final well, one, I don't think was good. Skeptile got really good. He got a really good mega later on and that that helped a lot like he probably has the best mega out of all three of them because of the ability but like i wasn't picking trico um because first of all torchic blaziken is fire blaziken is a great all right (laughs) like let's just let's just call it what it is like blaziken is really cool um and also it's like that this is after this you know the, the the ridiculous uh firefighting you know everybody hates the the firefighting yeah, yeah, yeah. which we may get that again by the way in sword and shield it looks yeah like we've got it three times thus far i'm uh, really surprised if we get it again but um but to me uh much is a good version of that like right, all right. these pokemon i don't like blaziken is actually the good oh, version 100 100 percent. but like that that that, that mudkip swampert water ground man look so here's the thing. Here's the here's the the catch twenty two. The double edged sword with picking Swampert though, considering how many HMs are in this game, I know, and how much of them deal with water. I now know. you need to get two water types. Yeah, that 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 was the issue. Absolutely. So instead of just having Swampert, you'd have to have some because you're not putting dive on Swampert. You're not no. putting 
whatever other H. Not at least. No, God no! Please don't put dive on Swampert. You put a surf on there. Wait. So what? When did move? When did the HM Forgetter? When did that come into the series? I, I think, think it's next gen. gen. I Is think it gen it's four. It's next gen. Okay. See, that should have been a thing from the get. See, we we may we may have a lot of different a lot of different conversations about these past games if that was like from the start, like being able to unattach HMs later on uh, or earlier on oh, in the series. Absolutely. You know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm actually double checking this. Could you forget HMs? Let's see. I, I feel like it was Gen Four, but I really don't remember. Like I, I just don't remember. Move deleters, last move they know. Oh, uh, let's see. It was restriction only for Canada is exploiting the daycare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't delete the move deleters existed, but you couldn't forget. You couldn't, you couldn't get rid of HMs. It was Gen Four where they let you get rid of the actual HM. Yeah, what a terrible fucking uh, right. But I'm saying like we would have a whole different. We'd have a lot of different conversations if if that was a thing earlier on. One hundred percent. Um, because they're still annoying. I picked Torchic, obviously. I think Sceptile is still pretty cool. I think all you can't really go wrong. All you kind of can go wrong. They're all they're all cool looking though. Yeah, they're all pretty cool. They all pretty. They have the um, the dual typings, um, which ended up being a thing. Except Sceptile. Sceptile was still only grass. But did you uh, got to get Ruby or Sapphire? I I think I hit Sapphire. I think I got Ruby. I, I did Sapphire. I think I got Ruby. Um. Good. Do you Sapphire. have an opinion on one, on Groudon over uh, Kyogre? They are both awesome legends. I think they're both pretty Two good too. Favorites. Yeah, they're really cool to me. Like I, I and plus they have cool stories. I yeah. played both. This was the first one where it's like, okay, exclusive evil person. They both were in both. Both were in each game. Don't get me wrong. Um, right, right, right. But but I'm saying like their actual story was dark. It's yeah, and it's actually complete. You know what? I actually didn't like their. There's a lot I didn't like about this game, and then we'll get to the villains though eventually. Um, the starters, okay, so the starters they were cool. Um, actually, let's get to the villains now. Then fuck it. Um, Team Aqua and Team Magma. It's the first time we we're separating from Team Rocket. Um, Team Aqua and Team Magma. Their their goals to me were dumb. They did have dumb purposes, but they were it was just very evil though. It was evil, but it wasn't like like what are we gaining from this? Like intense rainfall. We want to make sure all the all the entire earth is underwater. I'm like, wouldn't you die too? No, they were prepared, man. I don't know. <laughs> they, they were prepared. No, no, I no, I know what you're saying. Like to me, honestly, they could have started this bad boy off with with obvious my my personal favorite legend who is part of this this gen which is Rayquaza but like I feel like he's so overpowered like he's so OP like bringing him into this with the with the water and the and, and the fire concept it was just better to just go with Groudon Kyogre at first um and then Rayquaza was fucking crazy when they oh man it. just amazing team magma was like we want to um cover the earth with landmass <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the eco-terrorism of these guys and the fact they were rivals as opposed to you having to stop them both but they also want to stop each other mm-hmm. um very very uh 
interesting. I w- I'm not a fan of them, um, especially a lot of them, only because the Pokemon that they use, oh my god, the worst. Um, I'm trying to find a Team Magma, a Team Aqua trainer. And the villains have never used particularly uh, enjoyable Pokemon. No, I think it's just, to me, it didn't make sense. Like, why are you using Poochiena? Like, why are we, your your Team Magma, use a fire type? I don't know. Yeah, or like something that could beat me. Yeah. <laughs> like something along those lines. Um, like Team Rocket would definitely annoy you with the Zubat for a while. And you'd be like, all right, this is this is getting annoying. Like, Zubat has fainted me a few times just on some regular annoying, I hit myself shit, you know? Okay. I'm trying to find out who are the, like, executives and or okay so team magmas was maxi mm-hmm. maxi was the the head honcho um and team aqua was archie this is a cool fellow um etc cetera, etc cetera. i don't know it's just all fucking i hated them i i wasn't a fan yeah um, magma had like houndoom and like so Mag- at the end. Maxi at the end ends up having he has Mightyena, he has Crobat, mm-hmm. Weezing, Camerupt, um, and then Grout uh, apparently Groudon at the end. Oh, I'm looking at um Oris, sorry. Um Camera, just Camera. Don't worry about Groudon. You didn't have it. Um <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I still don't like the villains of this game. The so, villains so do you think do you think it comes off of Team Rocket's success, it was hard to like multiply that type of energy because Team I, Rocket was a big deal for a long time. They so, should have just kept it as Team Rocket. I Sometimes think, I so, think of that too, you know. I don't mind this because there's a lot of the entire theme of this uh of this game has a lot to do with a lot of nature elements and a lot of like, you know, ecosystem sort of elements, even down to like the 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 Pokemon that's there. Um the 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 weather the different weathers like the raining and the sunlight and all this other stuff the environments all this other stuff it has to do a lot with that so i kind of get it but still they kind of like to me they weren't the only and then you had to like trudge through them because you had to go through a lot of battles against these motherfuckers like a lot that's what i remember going through a lot of them this was the first generation with dual battles right correct yes so i think this was the first time like you had to put up with even more bullshit from them because of that. Yeah, Devil Battles was introduced. Um, let's talk about let's talk about actually the home index. We're gonna talk about the, the Pokemon of Gen 3. Um by all means a lot of to me a lot of duds, but also a lot of good stuff. Yeah, there's I I totally agree. There's some stuff that is just like offensively forgettable, but there's also some really good stuff. There's, I'm trying to find them right now. Um, damn. If only, if only Bubble Pedia was just like, you know what? Here's a list of all the Pokemon. It, Don't you? It's terrible. Why is it's, it like this? Yeah. It's like now I have to type in list of Pokemon by national dex number. Um, you need to be on, on Cerebi, man. Cerebi. I know. I know. Cerebi really got it under control. You know me. You know, all the wikis. You know me. Every show. I know. I know. I know. I'm just saying. Sarah Every really show. got it under control. So, see, for me, with with this generation, you know, they gave us the birds. It's like I, I wasn't. I wasn't a fan of, of Tallow, Wingle. It's like those early Pokemon that they gave us. The the, the Butterfree remakes, Zigzagoon. 
Mariana and all like I the game doesn't get interesting with Pokemon until later on. You know, you get the you get Rolts and and uh 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 Rolts is a crazy Pokemon who I love. Right. Well, Rolts, let's Rolts talk about let's, let's talk about like your like I don't now, know wow. guilty 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 pleasures of this generation. Just Pokemon now, you just wow. like Sableye. Um we got was um Sharpedo. Sharpedo is fire. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, okay, yeah, I don't like anybody other than the starters, really. Or, like, I wouldn't have intentionally used anyone other than the starters until Relts. Yeah. And then I really like him. They, I mean, they have, like, but then they have, like, you know, Slack Off, like, this just fake Slowpoke for, like, three more Pokemon. Like, it would have been better to just have. Uh, Wait, I always thought Slack. Oh no, I'm thinking of the the Toad guy, the frog that you can get. Lotad, Lotad, yeah, Lotad. yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, like Torkoal didn't evolve, but he had an amazing like design, like the turtle with the volcano coming out in the steam. Yeah. Didn't evolve though. Oh, you know who's really, um, always really hard? Nose pass. There was somebody had a nose pass that was really fucking hard. It was in a gym. It was in a gym. gym. It, was, it was the first gym leader. Yeah, yeah. We got some gym leaders. Flygon, we got Flygon out of this. Love Flygon, but oh. then like, then like, uh, I think Medicham and uh, Meditite are pretty like they're duds. Electric's a dud. Asshole and Minin, just like the some of the worst ever. Um, I'm a fan of. I'll tell you who I'm a fan of in in this generation, um, and the reason why is because they were used a lot more in other generations that I actually liked. Um, I love the three starters. I love, for some reason, you know what? I love Ralts. I love Gardevoir. I love that entire sort of thing. Yeah, very strong. Um, I love, I didn't get what Ninjask and Shedinja's sort of thing was, but I like I thought they were cool, but I didn't use them. No, I I would never use them. Shenanigans. Um, You know, if you, if you, told me in the beginning what I thought was cool when I got in this game. I definitely pick Aeron and Laron and Agron because giant steel yeah, destroying things. I was like, okay, I need this. I need this. How do you feel about Zangoose and Survivor? Eh, forgettable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like cooler in concept than the actual Pokemon exactly. were. Like, exactly. if you're going to make a Snake-Mongoose rivalry, why wasn't it better? Yeah, I agree. I agree. 100%. Um, also, did you guys get like, to get um, Melotic? Were you into that? No, I didn't try to get him because I tried and it just wasn't worth it. And what's up with like you know Soul Rock and and Lunatone? It's like oh, those are get terrible. out of here. What's with those? the point? Yeah, it's like what's the point? And and actually, they made a huge mistake by not making even, them rock. <laughs> no, not that, bro. Well, that, but like <laughs> how, I know, right? But how how are they not in Sun and Moon with some kind of like something? An evolution, a mega something like you couldn't make you couldn't be smart with this. Like, or like you have to have one in your party at a certain point. Like, right? Like, how could you not? It, it, to me, it's just it was just it was just a waste. And cast form bullshit. Like the, the cast form was one of the the things where it was like, okay, so this is like you don't really know what's going on with weather in all of these situations. Like, <laughs> it's just stuff that wasn't necessary. And how uh, did uh, Tropius not have another? 
like pre-evolution? How are you going to put like a big brontosaurus in there and not have anybody else? <laughs> the only reason I care about Snowrunt is because of the future of Frostlass. So you already know how I feel about that. But Frostlass so, in the game. So <laughs> in this game, we also got Roselia, which I like. I like the design of Roselia. It's smaller than I thought it would be, but I still like the um, design of Roselia. Sharpedo is someone I'm also a fan of, and Carvana, even Carvana. I'll, I'll take Carvana. Um, whale Lord was interesting. It's a whale. Yeah, oh, I mean, okay. now he's famous. I feel like just for being a fucking whale. Yeah, it's a fucking whale. Um, I never used Sfeel and Celo and Walrein, but now like looking at the avatars, I'm like, why didn't I use these? They have hilarious mustaches. Because, <laughs> because I don't know. You already, you probably already had two water types on your team to fill yeah, out. Yeah, that's the HM. thing. It's like they. I don't know that the games have ever. Now that we're talking about this, I don't know that they've really ever overcome that, which maybe they don't have to. Maybe that's not important. Right. But the idea that, like, it could be, you know, hours of detriment to me to have two water types in my party instead of diversifying a little bit. I think that's one of the reasons the game ends up being so easy sometimes, like, because they they like, hey, if you want to go into this game and have two water types and two fire types and two grass, you really you could do it. And you just might be annoyed, but you can do it because the game is easy enough. Yeah, um, exactly. Metagross is just a genre bouncing, defining. Metagross and Salamence got they got they got work on them. Like they yeah. they've lasted. They've lasted. They, they've yeah. lasted the test of time. And the I legends was, have been. I think the, the legends in this group are 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 very important. The Reggie trilogy, I don't get. No, I'm, I don't care for them. But we're talking about the Latios, Latias, those two, Rayquaza, Jirachi. Yeah, Deoxys, so, Deoxys was kind of... Uh, people like Deoxys. I like Jirachi way more because he's way cuter, but... So, the Reggie, as a as a as someone who... As who plays Pokemon Go um, in, in my Discord, the, the, the Reggie Rock, Reggie Ice, Reggie Steel, they're, you know, we call them the trash can trio. Because, well, I mean, while they're good, they just... Who cares? They don't like, have good designs, though. I don't like no. designs. Who cares? Like, who ca- I don't even care about Regigigas and the next generation. It's just it didn't it didn't really matter to me. And there was a very elaborate way to obtain them, which I didn't do. Um, that was the thing is if you're going to make me do like a weird event that is like, I mean, even at the time, because it was like 2004 or whatever, it was like not easy to just like look up. How do I do this random thing in the game? Right. And if the designs of the Pokemon themselves aren't cool, I'm not going to want to do it. Um, Latios and Latias to me. Those oh, are my man. hearts. Oh, God, man. Those are my... Latios, is, Latios is my favorite legendary, period. It they're just is. so beautiful, man. Like, yeah, they're both cute and cool, which is, like, really rare for the legendaries. Just a unique design. Like, nothing else looks like them. Their typing is very strong and very unique. Um... It's just a lot of this. And then you, of course, so we have two sets of trios. You have the the, the one trio up there. Then we have the Groudon, Rayquaza, Kyogre trio, the Weather trio. And then we have two mythical Pokemon in Deoxys and Jirachi. I think this was, at this point, the most legendaries they've ever, ever introduced at a time until literally the next generation where we get a shit ton more of legendaries. Mm-hmm. Um, Should we start calling them... <laughs> you, you know what's crazy? Like, I never stopped calling them legends. Well, so there's a there's That's legendary, really, and then there's mythical. I know, but like, bro, everything is mythical now. 
Like they're what myth- qualifies as mythical? Like Jirachi and Deoxys? Uh, um, so like- Jirachi, um, pretty much everything after the main set of legendaries, but Mew is considered mythical. Mew is considered um, Celebi. Celebi, Jirachi. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I would think. Like everybody who is actually an event Pokemon. Like Darkrai, Shaman, uh, Arceus. I never got a Shaman. Shaman was. I, I think they gave one eventually. They oh, did. I think, they I did, they, and I missed it. I think Genesect uh, is mythical. Hoopa. Genesect is mythical. Um, Vichino. It's just all, all, it's all weird, this stuff. Like, to Even me, mythics start to get a little watered down after a while. I know, yeah. because to me, There's they're, too just, many of them. they're just legends. Like, I just, they're, they're legends. You know? But every, every, every region has its own, like, lore or people who are just like, listen... I saw this one day. It it actually represents this, that, and the third. And this is why our region has been built upon this and our you know ethics and ideals and all this other stuff. But um, you know, it's just it is what it is. Jirachi, the stars, Deoxys, space, um, all other type of sunshine. But you know what? I'd say there's a lot of duds in Gen three. Um, the good ones they last and they last till now. So there are definitely a few strong ones in this bunch that um forgettable things. But there are a lot of forgettable things. Um yeah. the gym leaders, speaking of forgettable. Uh, I couldn't even tell you. Mm. The gym leaders throughout this entire region. Um here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna play a game. No one look up the gym leaders. I'm gonna play with you, Pat and Jeff. Okay, we're gonna I'm gonna fail. Let's uh let's look at the gym leaders. I'm gonna say a name. And you tell me what <laughs> what type they used. Okay. Okay. Roxanne. Rocks Roxanne. I'm gonna say she had rock type. I'm gonna say she had normal type. Okay. She had a rock type. Oh. Yeah, I only went by the name. Because <laughs> her name is Roxanne. Yeah. I was hoping that was a fake out. Dude, that's <laughs> the only reason I said it. I promise. Only reason okay. I said it. The second gym of Duford Town. Um, his name is Brawley. Is I remember him though. Duford and his name was Brawley. I he was had, gonna say he, Water, he, but if his name he is Brawley, fighting. he's got to fight. Yeah, he had fighting. He had fighting. He had a Makuhita. He yeah. had Makuhita. Yeah, I remember him. I remember him. Um, Makuhita was one of the first Pokemon when I realized, like, oh, they don't change the names for some of these. <laughs> um, <laughs> our third one in Marvel City, Watson. Well, oh, I know Watson. He's electric. He's electric. He had the actually didn't have a Gen three Pokemon until Pokemon Emerald, where they decided to give him Electrike. But he what what did he give him original? What did he have originally? He had Magnemite, Voltorb, and Magneton. (laughs) Yeah, he's not even better than Lieutenant Surge. No, he's boring and disappointing the first time you saw it. Yeah, it was. Um, The fourth gym leader was of Laverage Town was Flannery. Well, see, some of these are giveaways. Uh, yeah, fire, right? Fire type. She had a fire type. She had. Oh, she had charcoal. Yeah, she had slugma, Whoa. two slugmas, ah, and a torcoal. Slugma, slugma. That's right. That's right. And torcoal. She definitely had torcoal. Um, okay. Flannery. A lot of. I would say, um, I'll put quotes over it. A lot of artwork inspired by Flannery is what I'll say. Um. <laughs> um. The fifth one, who wouldn't let you challenge him the first time, and was your dad. Um, yeah, I know this. The, one. 
he was the closest gym to you, and then he said, "Come back when you have more gym badges." It's yeah, Norman. That's Norman. He's the normal type. He's got. He's the one with the fucking slickings. What a way, motherfuckers. Did you? All right. So I don't remember battling him. I just remembered he said no, and then you would have to come back later. Yeah. How was the battle with him? I don't remember. He's this. got. He's got two slackings and a vigoror. Yeah. And was the was the gym through like a series of. Yeah, he had like six, six or five. There's like a, there's like a KO room and a, uh, uh, like, like a defense room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that, and they all have like different type of Pokemon. Like that's actually not pretty bad, actually. No, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't terrible, but only I only remember because Slack King is annoying as fuck. Because I've also thought of a potentially like someone using gyms, and instead of we stick to typing, we stick to like aspects of it, like an attack, you know. Yeah, that would make theme gym or like a special defense theme gym or you know pokemon with major muscles or shit like that or right, something right. Like, like something to just like get away from the typing um just even Definitely. for a gen but we saw how that worked out for sun and moon um the sixth gym leader winona i don't know yeah what town is it it is in fortree city Oh yeah, that's flying. That's flying. She used Swellow, Pulliper, Skarmory, and Altaria. That's kind of a hard fight. It's a it's a if you had a if you had something that used Ice Beam, you were pretty much solid. But this was the one that introduced Aerial Ace. Aerial Ace. Aerial Ace was the move, and I was like, "What? Aerial Ace is not Aerial Ace is a solid fucking move." Yeah, but I didn't get the charm of it until later gens. But I was like, "Oh, this thing doesn't miss ever." <laughs> yeah, not missing at 60 is really good. Um, Aerial Ace, it ends up being a move that is used for the rest of time. Um, and a lot in the anime, actually. Um, the seventh gym, Moss Deep City, Tate and Liza. This one is not so, uh, not so forward. Tate and Liza. Moss Deep? Moss Deep City. Is it... Well, they're twins. Do they use the same type? Yes, they use the same type. Okay, so is it grass? It is... No. Actually, it is a psychic. They're Tate and Liza. They use Lunatone and Solrock. Oh, okay. I mean, that's kind of cool, but kind of lame. Yeah, it's kind of very much lame. Um, Let's see. And we have the final gym, which was Sutopolis City, which had different gym leaders based on whoever it was. Um, we had Wallace. Do you think you can remember Wallace, Pat? Well, I want to say... He ended up becoming the champion of in Emerald. Oh, fuck. I remember, the, I remember this happening, but I don't remember what type he had. He All right. Jeff, Wallace. Do you remember Wallace? Wallace? Sutopolis City. Eighth gym leader. The last gym leader? The last gym leader. I should, but Wallace. <laughs> considering, considering he's the champion of Emerald. He's the champion of Emerald. Wallace, Wallace. Sutopolis oh. City. Sutopolis. It's a boy. Oh, he's gotta be no, no. He had he had melotic. He's a ice he got he's got ice. He's got ice. Or he he, he had one ice type or two. He was the water type gym leader. Water, water. He did have melodic, um, Milotic, actually. My but he also tape. had Love Disc, Celio, Sea King, Whiskash, and Milotic. 
Um, I'll give you special if you can. Have you either of you played Emerald? Oh yeah, yeah. A gym leader Juan <laughs> of Emerald, because Wallace becomes the champion of the Elite Four. Um, can you pick Juan's for for special bonus points? Can you pick the type that he had in this game? Juan. Juan. It would be funny if they gave him a different type, but I find the question thinking that they did. Sutopolis Gym. They cha- wait, they changed it? They changed the gym leader. Did they change it to fire? No, it was not oh. fire. It wasn't ice, right? It's not ice. Was it what did he have? Was it was it he was it dragon? No. Do you want to know? He had he had a, he had a Kingdra, didn't he? He did have a Kingdra. So then what? It's what the was same it? type. It's water. Oh, he stayed oh, water. Okay. Fucking milk. <laughs> <laughs> you got us all thinking. I'm over here like. Uh, he gave us the same. Water. He gave he gave the same stupid badge. I just remember he had a Kingdra. And I was, I was thinking maybe maybe he switched it up because Kingdra was dragon as well. I couldn't remember. That's crazy. Even more forgettable than the gym leaders. Let me welcome Man, you to wow. the Elite Four of the Hoenn region. Um, Sydney. I mean, I, I couldn't. I we're getting into. Like, yeah, I'm in the weeds here now. Yeah, dude. Like <laughs> I couldn't tell you, bro. Really Sydney is the you. dark type trainer of the Hoenn League Elite Four. What was her best? His best was. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I apologize, Sydney. <laughs> um, his best was Absol, level forty nine. Okay, okay, okay. Um, he he had dark types. He had Mightyena, Cacturn, Shiftry, Sharpedo, and Absol. Um. The second person in this elite four was Phoebe. She was Hawaiian. Um, ghost type. Two Dusclops, a bayonet, two bayonets, and Sableye. Wow. The no Gengar, finally. Oh. The, the diversity. Um, third one was Glacia. I couldn't tell you shit about these people. I tell you that. Um, she had Glalie. Celio, two Celios, another Glalie. Wow, this sh- this game sucked. <laughs> yeah, and this was also the Elite Four when uh, it was like you were so low leveled. No, but here's the thing: it went up to level fifty something, sixty something. But the fact that they're using doubles of each Pokemon it's is annoying as hell. It's it very unsettling because let let's get to so you get to Glacia. This is Gen three. Um, so she's using essentially two Celios, two Glalies, and a um, and the evolution of Celio, which is uh, Walrein. But you eventually get to Mega Ruby and Sapphire, and they're like, "Oh, never mind." Oh, actually, you know what? They did the same fucking thing. Wow. She uses two Glalies, two Frostlasses, and a Walrein. This Shout elite, her. this elite four sucks. Um, then we had the final four of the elite four. His name was Drake. He was this like pirate looking. Not actually, he was like this old. He's like a sea captain. Sea captainy. He com- commanded dragon types. Um, Weak lineup for for dragons. Shellgon. With the 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 Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire rematch lineup is insane. I'll say that. Yes. <laughs> the first one is not challenging. Um, he had an Altaria, uh, a Shellgon, two Flygons. And Damn. a Salamence in Ruby. 
I couldn't, I, I didn't remember. But yes, his rematch lineup in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sire is bad fucking ass. Um, because it has Altaria, Dragalage, not familiar with the Poison Dragon of um, Gen 6, but I'm sure. Yeah, I didn't, he's I trash. He's trash, though. Um, he's Poison type. He's gotta be. Um, yeah, it's Kingdra, Flygon, Haxorus. Axorus is badass. Axorus is a is when it that X scissor is deadly. Um and Salamence. So you know what? Maybe Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire did something right. Um, yeah. I'm actually we, excited to replay. I'm gonna have to replay that a little bit when we when we do that episode. And then we have the champion Steven. Um Steven Stone, only person with a last name in this game. Steven uh, Stone. <laughs> How'd Steven, that happen? Steven Stone. He doesn't have his thing. Is what is his typing? I don't think steel. he has a type. No, it's it's like light. Oh, light he specializes. Steel. In, he specializes in steel, but also his team consists of mostly not steel. Um, just as much steel as it is not steel. Um, I'll say that he leads off with the Skarmory, which could be annoying, um, unless you have something that's unless you have like what. Uh, Blaze again, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Anything fire. Um, then he has Claydol. Claydol is yeah, yeah, it's a ground type, but has levitate. I don't really get it, but whatever. Um, Agron, which has the abilities thirty. No one hit KOs on that. Yeah, moment. you can't, you can't knock him out. That's because he wants to get the earthquake off on you. Right. Um, Cray Dilly. Whatever. The one that I was still never sure of of why yeah, it exists. Yeah, that's just a Pokemon that exists. Um, and of course, Armaldo, Rock and Bug type, um, had the ability Battle Armor. Um, Armaldo's still not very good. You can kind of just like surf it to death. It had like a quick moment in Pokemon Go, and then like it was over. Um, and then his final type is Metagross, which ends up being like the most coolest, destructive, uh, fire. Meteor Mash is cool. Earthquake is cool. Every move that it has is pretty good. Um, you can't go wrong with Metagross, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, it, he's badass, and he he's awesome. And like, he, it shouldn't work when you're looking at it. Like, this Pokemon should suck. Yeah, it should. Like, you should die to a, a, a earthquake really, really quick. And, and some Metagross is so fucking tanky and so yeah. strong. Like, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's one of the, there are so many Pokemon that are fake tanks that when you actually have one that is a good tank, it's amazing. And then they had the nerve to give it a Mega. I yeah. know. It just because like, people they were like, oh, people really love this Pokemon. We better cash in on this. Yeah, it's, better, a, yeah. it's a popular one. Definitely. It evolves from a tank at level 45. Yeah. Were you ever. Did you ever get a pseudo legendary where you were patient enough to say? I mean, I'm talking about the Dragonites. I'm talking about the Tyranitars. I'm only Growlithe. About... Only Growlithe. Growlithe. I think I got a Dragonite one time. Did you work for it? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I got a. You know what I did? I fished for Dratini and Safari Zone. Ooh, yeah, okay. That's, how you, that's really how you got to do it. And that was like, yeah, that was with, with Growlithe. You wouldn't learn if you decide to evolve it early. You know you didn't get any moves. So you really had to wait till about 40, 42, 46 after flamethrower. Um, the only one I did this for gen five was Haxorus. Um, what about your, your Vicka Bolt? Well, he's not, he's not, he's not. I mean, I don't, is he yeah, yeah. no, 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 you had to, you had to wait till the end of the game to get that. Of course. Right. Yes. Right. Um, so yes, it was very, Alcarina took a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but it's, it not worth it? it's not. Yeah, I'm about to say it's not that good though. Well, it, it? well, you know, 
look, look, look. I, the Valkarina, I, I, I get it, but it got Quiver Dance. Quiver this Dance is was fucking fire. All right, let's go through the HMs of this generation. I think we've talked about it enough, but we can we can sort of skew through this. Um, the HMs of this generation: um, Cut, Fly, Surf, Strength, Flash. Still, Flash is going strong. Flash is going strong in Gen Three. Yes, so. Um, it would not become a thing in Gen Four. This is the last we see of Flash. Yes, thank God. Um, HMO six Rock Smash. Um, Bro, I and- fucking hate Rock Smash because they like I don't like the shit that they make HMs and then it's not an HM and even when it is an HM, it's still but you still need it. Yeah. Um, Rock Smash was I believe it was new to the the HM status. I think was a TM before, and then it become an HM, and it lost out because Who of that decision. I don't know, but Whirlpool was no longer an HM after. <laughs> Remember Whirlpool? Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, um, and it seemed like it would have been used for this game, considering how much water there is. Um, they 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 saved us, right? They- <laughs> Seven was waterfall, and HM08 was dive. Dive was really only used to get hard scales and love disc. So, um, you those- should, listen. There should not be more than five moves that you have to have. Like, the idea that you would have to have more than four of your Pokemon know a required move, or that worse, one of them would have to know two, is insane. I tried to have a dummy. Yeah, I oh yeah, I did too. In and out the Pokebox. Like, that That was kind of like my thing. I was just like, oh, you're going to be the dummy Pokemon for these yeah. eight and they, they kind of... Like got rid of the need to have somebody with fly with like other fast travel stuff. Yeah, yeah I Thank agree. Um, also, in this game contest, did you ever enter a contest? No, no, I didn't really care about it too too no. much. Contest, just, just like base, like I cared about bases for like a little bit, and then like I didn't care anymore because there wasn't enough for me to like want to keep doing it. I mean, even decorating it is cool and all, but like I don't know, it, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough for me. Yeah, like, think of, like, I mean, I think all three of us would have been really inclined to fucking deck out a hideout if we could, mm-hmm. and it was just not, like, why would I do that versus playing the actual game? Like, there was no real online contingency at that point, but like, there was no real reason to do any of this stuff. In 2019, it made it be cool if you could, like, jump into yeah. your friend's game and go to his base and battle him there or whatever, trade. But whatever. really, that would even just be, like, a trophy display place, I feel like, in this day yeah. and age. I don't know. Yeah, I feel you. Um, Contest, yuck. Uh, it, it ended up falling into Gen 4 as well. Secret bases, depending on how you hook up your secret bases. Um, the post the post game, the Battle Frontier. Mm-hmm. The Battle Frontier replaces the Battle Tower in its location. Of, uh, the, the Battle Frontier is a special post league um, area in Emerald that features several arenas where powerful Pokemon, powerful trainers can battle one another. Yeah. Um, the Frontier is owned by this, you know, this kind of sketchy guy named Scott. Um, <laughs> um, he resides in the house somewhere between the Battle Dome and the Battle Tower. Each Either way, there were so many buildings. You had the Battle Factory. I never got to any of these arena people. Um, I never did because there's only so much. You have to win considering straight a number of times before you can reach these people. And if you lose once, you go back down to the bottom. Yeah, it's not that. I I enjoy Battle Frontier, but my thing is just, just play competitive. You know, just play online at that point. I mean, it, I don't, 
But it no. just it's just easier. I think the high speed internet wasn't a very popular thing now. Yeah, I'm, I know, I know, but like it, it's just not. It's just another way to just make the game difficult and more difficult in the first place. Don't give us a, a a battle situation at the end of the game where there really aren't any stakes, but you know items or or whatever they're gonna give you for getting to a certain point. This was yeah, their totally answer agree. to this was their answer to like oh remember Kanto in uh <laughs> yeah, yeah in gold and silver right. well, here factory brains frontier brains there are eight of them you can get all these eight symbols. And when you win, nothing happens. Nothing happens. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, that's it. Nothing really happens. Actually, when you win the Battle Frontier, actually, let me actually take a look at that. What happens if you win the Battle Frontier? It was better in Sun. Like, the, that, that tree stuff in Sun and Moon was, was better than that shit. At least you got Megastone and shit out of it. Mm. No, you didn't really get anything. You didn't get anything of significance. You got a symbol, silver one or a gold one, but nothing really of significance. Huh. Interesting. Um, new features added to this game. We got abilities. Yeah. Abilities is huge. Um, abilities changed the game and making every Pokemon unique and also gave them an extra thing in sort of battling. Abilities were introduced in this generation. I believe only 77 were introduced in this first generation, but they've really become like a major thing throughout this entire game. Um, they were expanded. They're important. Yeah, very important. Um, they were expanded upon later when you gave them hidden abilities, which are like, hey, you want a third ability? <laughs> a cooler one? Um now that we know people like these so much. Yeah, now we know people like these, let's give you a cooler one. Um, any abilities that stand out to you that you like? It doesn't have to be in Gen 3. Just any abilities that you like, since this is probably yeah, the I only mean, time we'll think about, talk about right. abilities long form. We talked about, you know, we talked about this new Weezing stuff for Sword and Shield. Um, Mimikyu's ability is... Yeah, I mean, long. I don't know if Jeff will agree with me, but I seriously think the Mimikyu one is, like, the, my favorite one ever. It was yeah. the first... I mean, I know I should have paid more attention to abilities before that, but like other than like levitate and stuff, other than the really good ones, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But the Mimikyu one, I was like, oh, okay, holy shit. Yeah, you know, uh, disguise is is a great ability. Um, and intimidate, you know, kind of like a stable, you know, pull in and out just to lower your your opponent's attack by half at the time. There's some cool abilities out there that you know the ones that work with items attached to it. So like you know, if this Pokemon is Poison, you know, toxic heal, baby. Right, Grisor, right. Toxic heal, yeah. That Hey, man, that's a, that's a real that's a real combo. You know, that's, so that was that was my that was my go to. I've yeah. beaten many a people with toxic heal, Gliscor. There's some real things out there, but abilities now is obviously a stable. Nature's abilities, those things are super. super abilities cool. make or break Pokemon at this. Yeah, point. same thing with nature's too. There's some Pokemon where if they're not a certain nature, you don't even want it. Here, no. yeah, that's yeah. that's what uh, breeding is for, and getting the right nature, or just uh catching multiple of one pokemon so you can find that right nature yeah i mean that was just that was terrible when uh like i was always i ended up just getting one from somebody on on reddit and then breeding it myself but yeah, i uh, yeah. i always loved vulpix a lot and even though uh the ice vulpix and nine tails weren't actually that strong i like had to have one but the only one that was worth having was like a nine tails you could get one of like the moon moves on but it had to be a certain nature for that so like it was a nightmare I ran the Lola Nine Tails for a little bit. It got it got that um, it had that 
that move. Mills, what's that move? Uh, uh, Aurora Wall or like Aurora Veil? Veil. Yes, that was good. It. That move is good, dude. That's a uh, good move. Um, abilities make or break Pokemon at this point. It's a game changer. It's one of the reasons why Gen Three is so, I guess, important to this entire series. Also, we talked about nature. Nature enhances or you know decreases the type of the stats that you have to kind of make the meta game to balance the meta game a little bit more out so everyone is on the sort of same level with everything. Right. Um, a, a good nature for your Pokemon will make it faster, make it attack stronger, but also might make its like defense a little bit weaker or something right, along right. those lines. It just depends. The Pokemon may not need a a boost in special attack because they're a regular, you know, they're an attacker. Or right. they, they may have a special attack nature, but they don't really have any special attack moves. So you want or, the right. You're nature. running, or you're running a, a, a fuck. What does he call one of those things that enhances your special attack, but you can only use one move at a time? I forgot what that. Oh, like, like an orb, like a um, like yeah, a yeah, yeah. orb. Um, um, was it a life orb? Life orb, life orb. Yeah, life orb. It's a, it, it, it takes a little bit of damage away every time you use a move, but it boosts your um, special attack. Yeah, yeah, it's something along those lines, but. Get that okay. adamant nature, the adamant nature plus life orb. Do some you damage. start, you really start like killing people. Um, but it's a lot of that that takes in case. So nature ended up like kind of balancing the entire game, and also gave it a little personality stat. It gave it a little Pokemon these personality. Something yeah. is timid. Something is adamant. Something is. I it's mean, none... the cool thing when like they they are still trying to like go with this gimmick of like be friends with your Pokemon, <laughs> giving it like another Pet them, personality them. type was good. <laughs> Poffins, poffins. I didn't yeah. talk about Pokeblocks in this, but that was a thing as well. It didn't last. Um, yeah. EV and IV system were enhanced. Yeah, yeah. Um, throughout this entire game, um, this one is just really so much important for the meta game. Um, this game, it's Have so it uh, it took everything that gold and silver and crystal had and kind of took it to the next level. Um, it's very, very. It's a very, very important gen. It just kind of stinks, to be honest with you. I don't remember Gen three, or at least um, Pokemon Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. I don't remember the main stories of the game. I don't remember trudging through this game. I remember there was a mountain with ash on it, and I thought that was weird um, because it was like it's not snow, it's ash. I was like, ew. First yeah, time. gross. <laughs> um, and then you had to ride up to a mountain to face other people. I thought that was kind of interesting, but also like, eh. But to me, Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald, it's legacy. It doesn't really have one for me. Uh, I didn't want the remake of Omega Ruby and Alpha Sire when it came out. I was like, damn, that's trash. Can't we just get, like, Black 3 or something? I don't know. <laughs> like or, or something. I didn't want it. But then I ended up enjoying it, so it's not too bad of a game. But, yeah, I don't remember much from this game. Impactful it was, and it was the most memorable things are still just what it introduced and not the game itself. Yeah, and the Pokemon that's there it had I mean, its purpose. It had its purpose, you know. You you remember Metagross, you remember Salamence, you remember Blaziken, you remember um, the starters, you remember Good Legends. But you honestly, like, if you if people confuse like Zigzagoon, wasn't that Generation Two? No, nah, it was Generation Three. We just don't care. Yeah. Um, let's see, let's see. And then we have the final thing. We won't take too long on this one because this podcast is already going very, very long. Um, Fire Red and Leaf Green. 
did it have to be done or did you just appreciate that it being done? I, yeah it was more of a hey that's love thanks yeah <laughs> it was cool. it was kind of cool because it was like oh okay this um this isn't i'm not complaining and it got some of my friends who had stopped playing to return to yeah yeah nice little fun way to put leaf in there you know, too. I, I think that was cute considering, you know, people, green was a game. It just, we didn't get it in the States. You know? Was, so, did green always have the girl? And back in in Japan? No, I don't think it, I don't think so. It was it, green a guy? I don't know. No, green is a girl in general. Green is a girl. Green is yeah. a girl in general, yeah. Yeah, she's a girl in general, but I think like when green, when Pokemon green was made, it was just made as a a, a skeleton for red and blue. We never got it in, in North America. Yeah, that was. I mean, I think I didn't even know it was a thing, and for for years, um, Pokemon Fire Red, Leaf Green. It's one once again one of the most successful titles on Game Boy Advance. Um, it came out in North America on September 9, two thousand four. Um, it's remakes. It's a completely new overhaul of the of the sort of how it looks, but it's essentially the same freaking game, mm-hmm. except with more Pokemon involved. Um, let's see. If there's any sort of gameplay differences, you get a female character. So if you yeah. wanted a female character to play with, you got that. Um, let's yeah, see. That, that, that's her. That's green. The Sevi Islands were introduced. The new southern region, Sevi Islands, is accessible where Gen 2 Pokemon can be caught. Um, notably, most of these Pokemon cannot be found in Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. Um, also, this third generation, first generation, you could not catch all the Pokemon in the game. In, in Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. So I don't even know why we're complaining right now. Um, <laughs> let's see. Team Rocket had an expanded role in the post-game with a new base in the Sevi Islands. So the Sevi Islands is already living up to uh, where it is. They had a daycare. They had to install a daycare somewhere because now daycares are a thing. Um, <laughs> gotta, gotta get them Pokemon to have sex with each other. Um, the Versus Seeker fun yeah 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 i like that i like i like the versus seeker that was versus seeker you battle people again and again and again and again um it was good that they added it because it made sense even if it wasn't actually something that like was that cool because you like you run into old people that you battle and it's like so how come you just not you don't play pokemon no more like you don't battle <laughs> yeah, yeah. like since i beat you you just gave up like let's battle again why not if i can i mean I don't think it was groundbreaking, but it's it's cool that like, hey, hit me up. We can so we can actually battle again. Yeah, exactly. Um, all the new types were introduced now into the game. So now the Magnemite that you encountered before is now electric and steel, and now everything has abilities and genders. Um, let's see. Do they have anything else? Not really. It's a fun game. It's a really cool game. I like that they did it. Um, I've always wanted to play red and blue again but i really didn't want to play red and i'm i'm very once new games are introduced it's very hard for me to go back to old games to be honest yeah 100 um especially like considering how easy they've made the games now and how much harder it is and how much more annoying it is Uh um it's always hard for me to go back like i would have loved to play the pokemon yellow thing but then i'm like yo Let's go is out. Like, isn't that Pokemon Yellow? Like, Pokemon, yeah, exactly. Pokemon, yeah. Pokemon Let's Go is Pokemon Yellow. So it's kind of like, it's very hard for me to go back with it. So to be honest with you, I'm going to ask you a question. Would you mind if they remade Fire Red and Leaf Green again? 
Yeah, I don't want it. There's no point. I think that's what Let's Go is for. I feel like Let's Go is like, hey, let's put red and blue on the Switch <laughs> and right. get this shit over with now. Yeah. For for them to remake it, it would have to be like a full... What if they made a sequel? So, yeah, right. Now, that makes okay, sense. Okay, that like, I'd like. Like, basically, you know, Kanto... Ten years later, Kanto's right. destroyed by the... <laughs> <laughs> Team Rocket's back. Giovanni's back type shit. Yeah, right. yeah. it actually blowing shit up now. Yeah, I would be. I would. I wouldn't mind that. No, that would be cool. I'd like that a lot. You're. You're. But it's because those are the characters we actually know the most. The other games yeah. don't really even have characters compared to the first ones. Right, one hundred percent. Um, that is it for the third generation games. To be honest with you, I got no more. I think we, we, we've, we've covered everything. All the things that we've hated and all the things that we have kind of liked. Um, but ultimately, Gen Gen three's you know legacy. It contributed more to the to everything else more than actually being an enjoyable game. It it did its work in terms of it's going to be memorable, but not for it being a great game. Right? Yeah, I mean, it introduced basically everything that is still significant in the series in terms of play mechanics. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. If you like this episode, feel free to like, subscribe, share, retweet, all this other stuff. Please continue to share. It's a fun, you know, it's a fun series that we're going through. Um, we thank you guys for the support that we've gotten thus far. Um, I think next month we may be doing more than one of these because of I'm I'm trying to picture it in terms of the schedule of yeah, how everything comes out. Yeah, we're about right to now. get a lot of information on Sword and Shield probably this next month. Yeah, so we might have to do two based on like getting Gen Four, Gen Five, and then we also have to do Gen Six and Gen Seven at some point. Um, so we may have to. So you may get another episode sooner than you got this episode. But thank you guys for tuning in, and thanks you guys for sharing. The next episode, of course, will be my favorite generation, one of my favorite generations. Gen 4. Yeah, Gen 4. Sinnoh. So mm-hmm. good. So good. So good. Diamond and Pearl, not as great. Platinum, much better. Oh, Platinum, man. Heart Gold, Soul Silver, the best games that they've ever produced ever in period. 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 End of story. Yeah. Um, when did Heart Gold and Soul Silver come out? What, what, what year? You're going to feel really old when you look at no, it. No, I, I knew about when it was. It was, it, it was my... It was my the spring of my junior year of college, and my my roommate uh, is who I mentioned before uh, was one of like the other than you two guys the biggest player of the games I've ever known in my life, and <laughs> it was great being able to be like, okay, uh, so it's like Thursday, we're not going to do anything this weekend, right? Like we know we're going to just like drink forty Mountain Dews and play Pokemon. All right, that sounds good, and like that that being the plan was was great. When the game stopped to see how much a used Heart Gold Soul Silver it is fifty nine ninety nine used. Christ Almighty! So if you guys want to go get Heart Gold Soul Silver, it is listed used. That's Can I buy it digitally? No, no. Yeah, I didn't think so. It does not exist. That's crazy. I still have Heart Gold. When I got a DS because I had to get one because they stopped emulator stopped being sustainable um <laughs> i eventually had to get one and then i got heart gold soul silver and i played a little bit through the game and then once the the game after gen i think once gen 5 came out i just transferred all my pokemon over um but this should be a fun generation i really like this generation we'll probably be a lot more positive about it than we did in this one um 
but you know what? Listen to everything on RNC Radio. Um, this one will come out Wednesday. So by the time you hear this, we should have a new episode of So Help Me God. Yeah. So Help Me God comes out on Monday, right? Yeah, that'll be that'll be out on Monday. We're doing that, I guess, t- tonight. Uh, and there's a new late fees out that we just put out on uh, The Rock. Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. Come on, not The Rock. Dwayne yeah, Johnson. His, yeah, his. Will we discuss that on the podcast? <laughs> uh, and the less than stellar career uh, that he actually has. Um, coming out, you'll also get ROA. R.A.O.P. Gaming with Ampavelli. He'll be dropping a new episode also on Monday, so you'll have double the things to listen to. On Tuesday, which is already passed by the time you hear this, it'll be The Lookout, where we have fully done the first season of My Hero Academia. Um, Just a little tidbit. We recorded that right before this, so... Jeff and I's voices. Are <laughs> yeah, on. We, we definitely did. For yeah, the I past, got a little break before I got to hop back on here. For the past three hours, we've been going. So that's a fun episode. It's also a fun anime series um, that is coming back in its fourth season in a couple, you know, a little bit. And then, of course, you can always look forward to every Thursday for the time being until the wrestling gods decide to change uh, the shows of the week. The A show on Thursdays. And then, you know what? We got a special episode of the Perfect Play as well. Um, we did an interview with Reese LaFleur. So Hell yeah. yeah. Incredible. Incredible. You, awesome. You He's do- also got his own fucking tea, man. He got his own matcha tea. Shout matcha lemonade tea. That is incredible. Um, that is everything that we have to talk about. I will say this. Probably end up looking forward to. Oh, and also next episode of The Lookout. It will be all three of us. So <laughs> yeah. we'll be covering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hyped about this. We the first episode of Pokemon we'll try to do a live watch as well as we can. Um but yeah, we'll definitely do that as well. So make sure you stay tuned to everything on RNC Radio Live as we continue to get hyped for the release of Pokemon Sword <laughs> Sword and Shield. You see, I'm like petering out. Um <laughs> You got but, it, man. But um yeah, that is it. This has been the Mount Silver Podcast, episode four. Stay tuned to episode five. It'll come up next month. Um until then, we are out. Peace. Peace, everybody. Yeah.